clearly. Yes, I can hear you now, my brother. How are you? I'm good, good, thanks. Bulaz, I want us here to start with uh, Old Mutual. They certainly have been hogging the headlines of late for that uh, impasse between the board and uh, uh, Axt. And I don't know if I should say, hey, because sometimes you don't know, but I don't know if I should say the CEO or a former or Axt CEO, Peter Moyo. And it seems now that uh, they have uh, decided to continue to return capital to shareholders and try and, uh, I guess, uh, narrow that gap between uh, what they see as their intrinsic value and uh, where the share price is uh, by a 2.4 billion rand uh, share buyback where they're going to be buying back some of their own uh, shares, which uh, by their account are undervalued. Yes, but you know, Abong, it's more like four player, right? It's like 2 billion rand, you're sitting on 34 billion rand in cash and you're telling me it's 2 point whatever billion rand. It's like four player, man. You know what I really want. It's nice, yeah, but... You know what I really want. I want like a big share buyback if you're going to, you know, do a share buyback. And if you really claim that uh, your stock is undervalued. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're saying it could have been bigger? You're saying it could have yeah. been much, much bigger? It could have been much, much bigger. We could be, take, we could be talking about a third of that cash that they're sitting with on the balance sheet just going back to buybacks. Now that, will, you know, will move markets. That will move uh, and, and it will shake things up a bit. Yeah, ish, 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 you know. Then the other thing I want us to take a look at here is, of course, uh, I mean, in some of their numbers here, they saw their profit after tax declining by 64% uh, to $5.9 billion. And uh, this after, of course, they included the uh, consolidated uh, uh, profits of Nedbank and Quilter, which uh, were unbundled in uh, 2018. But let's maybe talk just briefly here about uh, the state of things there. We saw an erosion of uh, value there. Uh, uh, during the course of this particular debacle between uh, uh, Peter Moyo and the board. Uh, are we set to see the same? And if so, um, I, I guess, uh, does this kind of uh, sort of capital structure move, uh, you know, justify uh, the kind of environment that this particular company is? Is it the best time to be doing this? Uh, you, you know, since uh, the departure of the fight between uh, the board and Peter Moyo started, the shares are down, you know, about close to 20%. But... To be fair, you know, the market has been going in that very same direction. So you're not sure whether it's just, you know, market at play here or it's, you know, a combination of both or it's just purely this um, uh, pyramidal discount that we're seeing here. Um, but, uh, of course, you know, we've seen um, uh, a couple of corporate fights, uh, you know, individuals versus, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the, the system. Um, and they really don't end so, so well. So... I think it would be better if he just took the money and left instead of taking, you know, shareholder value with him, unfortunately. Well, would you not want to... Kind of unfair for the shareholders, right? Would you not want to clear your name? I mean, uh, right, if if you were Peter Moyo, you know, at this point, would you not want to clear your name? No, so what it has done, though, it has caused collateral damage to himself because now, um, you know, connected people who are connected to the board of um, Old Mutual, uh, you know, I I, I, I hate him where it hurts. They're hitting where it hurts because, they, you know, he's losing business from them. You saw the IDC want to pull out their money. They're also placing a, a suit against him. So there's a lot of things going on there. There's lots of moving parts. And that's that's just like, you know, being a businessman, I guess. If you're a true businessman, uh, like I said, you should have just taken the package and left because now he's just closing his own doors um, on his way out. Interesting one here. But, uh, you know, when we look, I guess, at uh, the uh, sort of new entity here, and I say new relatively uh, since sort of the last 18 months or so, when you look at this old mutual, aside from the Moyo scandal, and uh, if even if we put aside this uh, 2.4 uh, 
a billion rand buyback. Um, competitively, you know, where would you place them in the marketplace? Have they been able, I guess, to to capture uh, as much of the marketplace as potentially they could be? Because if you think about it, the competitive environment that they find themselves in is uh, fundamentally different uh, to the one uh, I guess they left, and I use that in inverted commas when they shifted their primary listing to the UK. Yes, um, look, they haven't lost any ground, I must say, uh, but the, 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 the playing field here is, is, is changing and changing very fast. Uh, you look at the guys here at, at Hollard, they embrace technology and innovation. They're trying all these cool things um, in terms of um, on the insurance side where you can just take a picture of your of the item you're insuring and you can insure it for that period when you're going to be using it. For example, uh, let's say you want to insure your very expensive camera and you're going out in the wild uh, to take some, you know, uh, pictures there. You can do that for that period. And when you come back, you put it back in, in your safe at home. Mm. You don't need to insure it, right? So they're playing around with a lot of things like that. Um, uh, we've seen also Sandam doing similar things. It's going to be tough competing on the insurance side uh, for, for this business. But, you know, uh, asset management is a tough environment to operate in currently, especially locally since the JSC is not going in the right direction. It's been just bumbling along where it is right now, um, meaning basically, you know, free income is, you know, not growing. Mm. And uh, performance also is, you know, is linked to the market. So that's not doing as exceptionally well. And I mean, it's reflected in the numbers here. Um, as, you, as you're saying, the, the headline earnings are somewhat down, um, you know, 54%. It's, it's 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 just uh, the, the, how the market works, unfortunately. When, mm. when there's no bull market uh, fever, low. Okay. Let's pause the Mbulazi for a second there while we take a quick spot break. And uh, when we come back, I want us to take a look at uh, uh, those shareholders there, uh, but some multi-choice who have decided, uh-uh, when it comes to uh, the remuneration <laughs> and pay policy uh, at uh, their AGM. And uh, we'll try and find out, of course, on what basis they uh, rejected uh, the group's uh, uh, executive pay at the AGM. And we'll also take a look at RCL Foods, who are complaining that uh, sugar imports and, of course, the imports of chicken are hurting their business. They've shaved off 1 billion rand in profits uh, to the year ending June. That's our business wrap. We're going to continue on the other side of this brief break. The Department of Basic Education, in partnership with the SABC Education, are celebrating literacy this month by hosting the annual National Spelling Bee competition on the 21st of September 2019. The National Spelling Bee is aimed at improving learners' performance in languages, especially English, and this year 27 spellers from grade 4 to 6 across the nine provinces will battle it out to be a top 2019 national speller in this competition. SABC Education, enriching minds, enriching lives. Nine minutes it is uh, before 8 p.m. and uh, we are in our business wrap here on Metro FM Talk and uh, taking a look at the big uh, news that uh, certainly had tongues wagging in the world of business. And I'm joined by uh, portfolio manager and uh, uh, analyst at uh, Vestact uh, uh, Asset Management and that is uh, Bright Kumaro Nambulazi. I want us to take a look just uh, briefly now at uh, RCL Foods. Uh, they're the guys who own Rainbow Chicken, Salati, Sugar, and many other brands that we interact with every single day. Now, uh, they've uh, run down, They've had to shave off 1 billion rand in profits in the year uh, ending June uh, uh, 30, 2019. And uh, they've also had to impair uh, on the back of uh, some massive losses there on uh, the sugar business. Yes, you say 1 billion rand as if, you know, like <laughs> it's a small amount. Ah, Bulaz. You know, with guys like this, man, they often say, ah, you know, 1 billion just in retained earnings or whatever, you know? Yeah, look, it's uh, it's unfortunate that they, they, they're going that direction there in terms of, you know, their earnings, which is the wrong direction. The, the big 
problem here is two things, like you said. You know, they operate in, in, in commodities, mm. um, of which are not being favored currently. Soft commodities, that is, number one, it's chickens, and the other one is um, sugar. And uh, uh, the problem with the chicken part is that um, you've got a lot of, you know, Portuguese chicken coming into South Africa, you know, Mexican chicken, um, Brazilian chicken as well. Mm. And so, and these guys can compete because they've got an excess of these chickens, so they can compete and sell them at a very low price. Uh, the problem is the local guys just can't compete, man, because they can't sell their chicken at those prices because, you know, our labor situation in South Africa is very tense. Um, and it's very hard to compromise on labor, uh, you know, in terms of lowering your costs so you can be competitive uh, as we have a very strong union here in South Africa, uh, which sometimes could be, you know, counter to doing business. But Bulaz, um, is that the only reason? As, 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 as it is here in this case. Bulaz, is uh, that the only reason? Chicken. Is that the only reason? And the reason why I ask you this is, you know, if, if you look at RCL Foods, uh, it's it's one of one of those things that are called sort of a vertically integrated business. I mean, they own the feeds that uh, the feed that the chickens eat. Uh, they uh, sort of own, I guess, the operations downstream, be it in distribution and in logistics, and even in merchandising in some of the the stores. So many of our listeners would have seen people wearing sort of Vector Logistics jerseys. That's the same company in the same stable, and one would think that in that kind of context, where, where in essence you, you're sort of playing in the entire value chain. Uh, that, uh, you know, one of the drags to you would not potentially only just be imports and the labor costs, as you mentioned, but even, uh, I guess, the, the lack of uh, competition that we see in the sector that potentially could be driving costs down. Yeah, look, you could own the entire value chain, like you're saying, uh, but if, if there's no value created in that value chain because of um, lumps in the system, which is one of them, like I said, is labor, it's, it's, going, to, it's going to be very expensive for the pastinal products for you to sell it, um, especially if you can't even move the kind of volume you need to move in order to be profitable because the volumes are being moved by some company somewhere sitting in Brazil. You know, um, It's going to be tough, and it's going to be tough going forward for these guys. And on top of that, I, I was talking about the, the sugar business, mm. you know, tech, sugar taxes hurt them deeply there. Um, again, uh, they can't control the weather. They can't control many of the inputs. They also can't control the price of sugar. So that's also fixed. That's a problem with these soft commodities and hard commodities, I guess, uh, in mm. terms of um, price setting there. So the only thing you can really control uh, is costs. Again, we're back in the, in the cost um, uh, uh, conversation that you just had. Yeah. I was asking someone, you know, uh, this question earlier on today, and, and, and I often ask, you know, is, is an RCL carrying too much? I mean, uh, from a brand's perspective, if you think about, you know, playing in the sugar space, playing in the poultry space, uh, playing in many of the other associated, uh, you know, uh, value chain uh, uh, elements uh, related to those two industries, uh, are you potentially maybe carrying too much as RCL? And uh, is there, I guess, a potential here to maybe unlock some of that value, dispose of some of the assets? I mean, we saw Tiger Brands doing the same a few years ago. And similarly, uh, you know, where the spin-off of uh, Astral Foods was, was, was the same kind of thing. You know, I don't usually make predictions, right? But my prediction, um, I think <laughs> it, 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 it might not be, you know, like what, what you're suggesting, which is unbundling mm. some of the assets to see some value. There might be, you get an injection uh, from the mother company, which is um, uh, Remgo. So they might get an injection of that spread business that they got from Unilever. Uh, potentially other assets as well, and that will increase the, the, the um, Remgo's stake in, in this business, um, which, you know, 
would make sense, right? I put in assets and I get more shares back. Mm. Um, and, and maybe even maybe delist this company altogether and, and let them compete nicely without having to worry about, uh, you know, the, all, all the problems that a listed company runs, um, which which could be fair for the for the shareholders, I guess, if they're going to get rid of stock, mm. uh, which is a, a much bigger and more diversified company. No, no, definitely, definitely. Now, uh, I guess let's shift our attention briefly here, Mbulazi, and take a look at what happened at uh, uh, that AGM there of multi-choice on Thursday. And uh, it seems, uh, I guess, uh, I wouldn't call it a shareholder mutiny there, but uh, a yeah, rejection there, and a strong one at that, of um, uh, the uh, pay policy of uh, many of the executives here, especially their long-term incentives. Yeah, you know, these, these votes um, are non-binding. Um, <laughs> which means basically they'll carry on as, as they see fit uh, with their new, you know, remuneration <laughs> policy that no one likes. Uh, even though shareholders, like you said, voted against it. Um, the, the, the shareholders we're referring to here, you know, some of the big ones that are there is like the PIC, Ellen Gray, Prudential, which I know Prudential can be quite active in terms of, you know, voting and Old Mutual also uh, holds stocks in, in, in this company. But, you know, the, the, the significant problem when it comes to pay is that you, you have, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to put this, but executives, you know, that want to take a significant part of the upside, okay, mm. and, you know, not have skin in the game, meaning the downside is to the shareholders, so they don't have any downside. Uh, so they use these entities or these companies that they work for as basically uh, pay machines, you know, like you just touch a button and, you know, a lot of money comes out. And this is what, exactly what's going on. I'm, I'm not saying um, the executive team is not competent uh, by any means, but, you know, they cannot live like, you know, Henry Ford or Louis XIV <laughs> while they're still <laughs> under a salary, you know, corporate bondage. Um, it's still amazing that to this day we still have... Uh, you know, CEOs uh, that are you know raising it like that. Mm. I guess, I guess if they think that that's what they worth and the shareholders don't fight it, yeah. it, is what it is. that's why in South Africa we still need a lot of shareholder activism. Mm. I'm talking about the real stuff, like you know, Bill Ackman and Carl Icahn, not 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 the friendly uh, friends of mine. What do you think of Theo Boeta? What do you think of Theo Boeta? We need more guys like him. Sure, sure, sure. So not, not just, you know, proxy voting, but mm. like active, active guys that will go and speak to the management team and fire who needs to get fired. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, cut the bloat where they need to cut the bloat. Now, um, Bulazi, I guess f- for me, uh, last on my end, and, and we do know that, if, you know, a few months ago uh, that uh, MultiChoice was still part of the NASPA stable. And uh, we saw uh, last week as well a similar kind of voting patterns on the part of uh, N shareholders, and we know there's that complicated uh, sort of a shareholding structure within NASPAS, but uh, I guess for the purposes of some of our listeners now, uh, you know, just close on 60% of those N shareholders uh, voted against the remuneration uh, policy of the former parent company of MultiChoice, and that's NASPAS. So there's an even bigger problem there. Mm. You have uh, people that sit on the board there that potentially, I don't know for sure, but potentially make more money from sitting on that board than they actually do on their day-to-day. I don't know what they do for day-to-day, but I'm, I'm quite certain that some of those non-executive directors um, are, are, are getting paid a lot. And what it means, basically, is that they won't have 
the best interest of the shareholders when it comes to disputes because they know where they put it butted, right? I'm not going to forfeit my 8 million rand salary uh, where I sit in a couple of meetings, probably 8 or 16 a year, and I, I make a lot of money. Mm. And um, in the name of, you know, shareholder liberation or, you know, fighting for the shareholders, I'm not going to do that. I've, there's vested interest here. I'm losing money if I get fired. Mm, So I'd rather be clubby and be friendly to the board and get paid. (laughs) Bulaz, let's leave it there for this evening, my brother. Always a pleasure catching up with you. That there was a a portfolio manager and analyst at Vestact Asset Management, uh, Bright Kumalo, speaking to us this evening here uh, as part of our business wrap.